Okay. So yesterday we explained how our soul is this small way the ash from God's attributes. And now we're going to analyze our godly nature with a very specific analogy, which we will extrapolate and say, and so too we have a guru. We have folks here of the emotional attributes. We have three intellectual attributes as coming from God's three. And we have seven emotional. The seven emotional begin with the attribute of kindness, desiring to give limitlessly, and the attribute of gavura, of constriction, desiring to restrain in a very limited. The third attribute is the blending of the two, which is the attribute of compassion. Compassion is having pity for a person to whom compassion is appropriate and extending benevolence to him even if he doesn't seem worthy of it. Now, these three major emotions of, of, of kindness, judgment, and compassion these together are going to inspire us ultimately to give, meaning kindness would give to all, even to a person for whom compassion is not appropriate, meaning maybe someone doesn't need anything. Maybe someone has no troubles. Kindness wants to give. I don't care if the other person lacks nothing. My nature is to give. Compassion, which is compounded also of it's not trying to indiscriminately give. Compassion will plead the cause of anyone who deserves compassion, no matter how unfair. So compassion is like the mediating force between the limitless giving of kindness and the intense holding back of judgment. And it's compared, its name in the Kabbalistic language is Tiferet which means a harmonious beauty. And the beauty of harmony is when you have various colors all blended together. And that's what compassion is. It's the colors of kindness perfectly blended with the colors of judgment to give even when the person is not deserving as long as he is needy. So here we have, and now we're going to give a very specific example, we have a father who wants to teach something to his son. But he wants to teach his son something very high, a very intellectual concept, that the son can't possibly absorb. The concept is too abstract, too subtle for the child. The concept is too comprehensive. There are too many parts for the son to absorb. But he wants to give this over to his son. So he has to think, he has to arrange his thoughts Change this concept to lower it down so it's within the intellectual grasp of the sun and to minimize it, to reduce all of its details. So the now, how do we do that? So, coming from 
judgment, and compassion to Pharaoh, I am giving to my son. My desire to give, he is worthy enough or needy enough with compassion to receive this. But how do we bring this down to him? So then we come to the next two emotions, Netzach and Hod. And Netzach and Hod, Netzach, which means victory, commitment, and Hod, which is glory, are compared to the kidneys and the testicles, that both of these physical parts are taking the, the seminal drop. And that's a very tenuous drop. And through the kidneys and the testicles, it becomes concrete. It becomes corporeal. So that's what the spirit powers are doing to this intellect. They're taking this intellectual subject. They're modifying. They're changing it. It becomes less subtle. Less intellectual. more concrete and possible. So the sun can absorb this. Another metaphor is two qualities called Nesach and Hope, Victor and is grinders, grinding millstones, because they're grinding up the intellect. Father needs to take this idea and grind it down into many, many, many parts, dividing the concept to look at each piece that it's comprised of and determine what the son can get, what he should not get, what we should give a little of, what we should give a lot of, what we should give at a later time. So these two qualities, victory, netzach, and hold glory, are contracting the length, the breadth, the depth of this concept, grinding it down to its parts, and discriminating of the parts, but when and how. Netzach, I said, means victory, commitment. It's also the victim to understand anything that will prevent the father from giving to the son, prevent anything from within or without. Within means the traits of judgment of Gavura and the father himself. Because the judgment, Gavura and the father says, I can't give this to my son. He's not worthy yet. He's not intellectually fit yet. It's not relevant for him. And yet, the father overcomes the inner resistance. And whatever outer resistance there are, whatever people in the world or forces in the world are telling him, you can't do this. What, what are you teaching a child this information for? So netzach, victory, commitment. I'm committed to the cause. I will achieve victory in the cause. I won't be affected by within or without. After netzach and hold, the next emotional attribute is called Yisod, which means foundation. Yisod, foundation, is the bond. Yisod is bonding, connecting. And this is the bond that the father binds his intellect to the intellect of the child. Binds it in such a way that he has such love and desire for his son to understand this. And the Rebbe says, without this bond, there's a very strong note for a teacher or a parent. Without this bond, even if the father said the exact same words, the son wouldn't get it. He wouldn't get it as well as he gets it now. So when the giver of knowledge feels such a bond and such a need and desire and pleasure 
in the child and the recipient understanding, this is the force that makes the union and the understanding happen. And the greater the desire and delight of the Father in transmitting this knowledge, the greater is the learning. The more the Son is able to communicate it. And these are, guessing out, the first six of our emotional attributes. And of course, we gave here a metaphor of using these attributes in terms of the father conveying knowledge to the son, but they obviously are utilized in many other things as well. 